At Highland, we're all about celebrating little wins and little ways to innovate digital processes. There's no customer pain point too small for us to help with. Maybe that's why more than half of the Fortune 100 looks to Highland to connect their content and data, improve processes, and turn little efficiencies into big wins for their customers and clients. Highland, intelligent content solutions for innovators everywhere at highland.com. Would making public transport free actually get you out of your car? And what's happened when they've tried it in other countries? Well, let me explain. Let me explain with Sean Defoe, a News Talk original. Well, we've all been here, particularly since the pandemic ended, stuck in traffic on the way to work, wishing we could still be working from home in our sweatpants. And now, increasingly, sweating over every extra minute that's burning more expensive fuel. And public transport is cheaper now. There's been a nationwide 20% reduction in fares and a 50% reduction for young people aged 19 to 23. But what if this commute was free? If hopping on the bus or the train literally did not cost you a cent in direct fares, would you take it up more? And is it part of the solution to the climate crisis? I remember suggesting it to uh, some of the civil servants. This is former Transport Minister Shane Ross. Throwing it up in the air and, well, you know what happens when you do that and with civil servants. They don't, they don't take to, and they see, they see, you know, the euros that it's going to cost. And they were very tolerant of the idea and they'd obviously heard it before and they'd obviously dismissed it before. And thinking, I think, there was quite simple. It was on the cost grounds that the figure was pretty prohibitive as far as I remember. And also, it's a very, very fundamental decision, obviously, because of capacity, you change the routes, you change... The, the way people are traveling. Some places have decided to take that dive. You just get on and off without buying a ticket. Ticket machines are being removed, counters closed and inspectors given other jobs. In 2020, Luxembourg became the first country in the world to offer free public transport. The small but wealthy nation made the move in part to ease traffic jams which were crippling the state pre-pandemic. Mobility Minister Francois Bosch said the measure would mean a little over 40 million euro lost in fares each year. We cannot go on developing urban spaces the way we did in the last century. That has put us in a tight spot. Urban spaces everywhere are clogged up and that includes Luxembourg. No staff lost their jobs in the move, instead being redeployed to other parts of the public transport service. And public transport is also free in Luxembourg for tourists and international commuters, which makes an element of sense. More than 40% of people who work in Luxembourg commute there from neighbouring countries. And while it is the first country to do so, it's probably not the best to examine to see if this would work in Ireland or not. The pandemic has made the data since 2020 pretty unreliable. And also the population of Luxembourg is just over 600,000. It's a country that geographically is only a little bigger than County Meath. So let's hop somewhere else that's tried it. Welcome to Tallinn, the capital of Estonia. And while it looks like a sleepy European hamlet in the tour guides, it was among the first capital cities in the world to bring in free public transport. The move is for residents only, and they have to register to get a special travel green card, which 
looks actually very similar to our Leap cards. As a result of registering, the city gets a portion of their taxes from the central government to fund public transport. A lot of people who had moved to Tallinn from other parts of Estonia, the same way you might move from Galway or Cork or wherever to Dublin, then changed their place of residence to Tallinn, to the city, resulting in a tax boost which effectively paid for the free public transport. But has it actually worked for the city? That's a question that sort of depends on your goal. A 2018 poll shows that 83% of Talliners are happy with their transport system, much happier than they are here, I would imagine. And there was an initial jump of about 6% in public transport use after it was made free in 2013, and it's increased by about 1% every year since. But it actually hasn't done much to reduce car journeys. A study from the Delft University of Technology in the Netherlands found just a three-point drop in the number of car journeys in Estonia. It found that most of the people who were using free public transport who hadn't been before had actually just walked before it was freely available and now hopped on a bus because it was free, something economists call useless mobility. I prefer to think of it as the breakfast buffet effect. You don't really want six sausages at the buffet, but it's free, so why not? It, it is a nice idea. Um, could it work? Yes, of course it could. You know, all it would take would be for the NTA to, to enact it. Um, should we introduce it? I, I'm not so sure about that. Um, however, we do need reform in how we charge for public transport um, in this country. Ryan Caulfield is an associate professor at Trinity College Dublin engaging in transport research. Speaking to News Talk Breakfast, he said he's not sold on the idea of free public transport. So when the government announced back um, last year that they were going to cut public transport by 20%, they said that would cost about 54 million um, for eight months. So I worked it out. It's probably about half a billion euro a year. You know, if I had half a billion and I were the Minister for Transport, you know, that could get me eight kilometres of Lewis Line. It would pay for about a quarter of bus connects. Um, Is that the way to go to give public transport for free? The CSO in 2019 looked into this, why people weren't using public transport, and only about 7% of people said it was cost was the main barrier for using public transport. The bigger barriers were all of the kind of things we know about infrequent services, no services nearby, and unreliable services. So that's where I would put the money, um, rather than making the whole system free. In 2019, when he was minister, Shane Ross actually pegged that cost a little bit higher, pricing free public transport around 600 million a year. You know, the political system doesn't welcome that sort of a fundamental decision because it's much more than longer than a five-year period, all right, look, and uh, it would be a very, very, very brave minister for transport who'd be prepared to do it. You get a huge number of cars off the roads uh, in that way if, 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 it was, if it was workable, yeah. But at the end of the day, is it worth the cost? Long-term cost, it probably is. Short-term cost, you're talking about several years. It's probably not. But of course, making all these trains free wouldn't be the only cost. 600 million isn't going to be the cap. You need to increase supply at the same time. It's no good having a free train to, let's say, Waterford from Dublin if it only runs every two hours. And don't get me started on rural Ireland where services are practically non-existent anyway. Bus Connects is aiming to improve that, and particularly in the cities, but too often the buses still don't go where or when people want them to, if they go at all. We really need to get to grips with providing that public transport to give people a real alternative. Social Democrats co-leader Catherine Murphy. 
There's also a significant issue with, with buses that are scheduled not showing up. Now, if there's anything that will put people off using public transport is that they actually, you know, they rely on it and then it, then it turns out to be unreliable. And I'm certainly picking up that as a significant issue at the moment, um, more than I ever would have in the past. Governments across the world are starting to wake up to free or discounted public transport as the price of fuel skyrockets as a result of Russia's invasion of Ukraine. Germany has started offering a monthly public transport ticket for just €9 for the months of June, July and August. This train is headed to the Baltic Sea. Now, normally a return ticket would cost around 50 euros. But with the €9 ticket, it is all included in the price. You can go there and back anytime you want, at no additional cost. Financially, it's an absolutely fantastic deal. Nine euro for your entire monthly commute. But even Germany's highly efficient rail and transport system has struggled with the increased passenger numbers, suggesting you do need to hike up the supply and availability of public transport before making it free or even extremely cheap. But again, we come back to what's your goal from all of this? People are being priced out of their cars by fuel costs at the minute. And this was the long-term intention of the carbon tax. It was planned that this would be done over maybe 10 years, that you would just make using your car and using fossil fuels too prohibitively expensive and get people to change their behaviour. Instead, it's happened years ahead of plan without any real prep and groundwork being done. Other cities as well have opted for the likes of a congestion charge, punish people out of their cars while making public transport cheaper. But Catherine Murphy isn't sure that's exactly the way to go at the minute. You can't use a stick on someone if you, if you haven't got the carrot to begin with. And there, there are significant gaps. It would be very unfair to penalise people for something that doesn't exist or it is not sufficient for them to use it. There are gaps. And there's a lot uh, that needs to be done that. And for example, would it be fair to punish somebody if the bus doesn't turn up and they get in the car? I mean, that would be patently unfair. So, you know, there are things that need to be got right before you start talking about using the stick. Build it and they will come. Build it, make it really cheap, and even more of them will come, basically, seems to be the conventional thinking. As you've probably seen by now, free public transport isn't quite as simple as it sounds. Many European cities have tried it, and more will in the coming years, but one even had to reverse its transport policy. Hasselt in Belgium had free public transport from 1997 to 2013, when the council scrapped the plan because of mounting costs. But even now, their maximum fare price in the city is just 60 cents. The whole thrust of what civil servants were thinking, and they're not, you know, they're not complete dinosaurs, but, and they understand the, the value of getting, uh, of getting people out of their cars. But that, that, the whole thrust of their thinking is you do it within certain present parameters. And that's what they think, you know, it's in terms of buses, you know, they, they move the lanes, but they won't do anything, they don't want to do anything as fundamental as what you're suggesting here. I rang a few people I know in government to see where this is all going for Ireland. Junior Minister Robert Troy has said he wants to see free public transport after visiting Luxembourg and seeing their system firsthand. The priority for the Greens now seems to be ensuring that the 20% cut in fares becomes permanent beyond the current expiry date of the end of the year. 
Ultimately, the Greens in government want to see free public transport, and they have some backing in Fine Gael and Fianna Fáil, certainly to make it cheaper at least. But at the same time, they know the capacity needs to be increased first, especially in rural Ireland. And that's not going to happen entirely in the lifetime of this government. And given the way that we do big public transport projects in this country, you'd wonder, can it ever happen? But there is political capital now in making fares cheaper. It's one of the few places our tax money goes that you can see an immediate return and something that's quite tangible for voters. So free public transport isn't coming to Ireland anytime soon, but the wheels have been set in motion. Now, this is my stop. Thanks for listening to Let Me Explain and don't forget to hit subscribe. If there's any issue in the news you'd like us to cover on the podcast, hit me up at Sean Defoe on Twitter or at Sean Defoe News on Instagram. The podcast was researched, presented and recorded by myself, edited by John Kyo with Lachlan Hart on sound production. Chat to you next week.